welcome to Become a Unique Podcast, a place where you can be well and be you. We are all about lifestyle with a focus around wellness over here. One week we may be talking about gut health and the next week we may be having a conversation about being enough. No matter what the topic, the goal is to inform you with information and tools so we can vibrate higher as our true selves. Be ready to grow in a beautiful way. Becoming Unique is a growing podcast and would love your support by following or subscribing to this podcast. In Apple Podcasts, click the plus button. Reviews are also helpful for the podcast growth. So all reviews are appreciated. And lastly, but not least, be sure to share the podcast because the best advertisement is word of mouth. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey, y'all. So if you are listening to this podcast on the actual date that it comes out, we are about one week from the new year. Yes, the new year. You may be sitting here talking about, what is she talking about? The new year was January 1st. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to give a little bit of history lesson and we're going to have a conversation about the new year. So happy early New Year's. Let's get started. My name is Unique and today I will be your host as well as your guest. Yep, that's right. We have a solo podcast this week. Hey y'all. So as I just mentioned, we are going to be talking about the calendar, the new year, the seasons. And let's first get started with understanding the calendar that we know today, the calendar that goes from January 1st to December 31st. You know, how did this all start? How did this come to be? The calendar that we use today is called the Gregorian calendar. I hope that came out my mouth correctly. But yes, the Gregorian calendar. So that is considered the new calendar. And before that calendar was the Julian calendar. So, but today the calendar that we use is the Gregorian calendar. Okay, so back in the day, there was many calendars. There was the Egyptian calendar. There was the Chinese calendar and so on. But the calendar that we are going to go by and get the rough history behind is the Roman calendar. So that's the calendar that we got the his that I'm going to give you the history on today. And it's a very rough history, but it's just so you can kind of get the idea of how did we come to the place that we are at today. So in about 45 BC, Julius Caesar, he was the first emperor of Rome and he looked at the calendar and he was like, yo, this is a hot mess, this calendar, in his opinion. 
So the calendar had at that time had 10 months starting off in March and ending in December. It was a lunar calendar. So with it being a lunar calendar, meaning it followed the moon, it was on the moon cycle. So every month began with a new moon. The middle of the month, it was a full moon. And the end of the month, it was another new moon. So that's how the cycle went. In the old days, the old, old, old days, we were going by a lunar calendar, which followed the cycle of the moon. Beginning with the new moon, the middle being the full moon, and the end of the uh, month was coming around back to that new moon again. Since the lunar calendar and the solar calendar didn't add up, meaning the lunar calendar, which was the moon cycle, was a 27 to 28 day month. And if we divide the lunar calendar into the solar calendar, which is 365 days, that comes out to 13.5 months. So if we kept going by the lunar cycle, but yet still had to meet the 365 days to make the, um, the solar cycle, things didn't add up. You know, one, the solar cycle said we need to have 12 months, but the lunar cycle said, if you're going to go by me, we're going to have 13 and a half months. So things was just not matching up. So we with the 10 month count so at this point they was working on the 10 month calendar so with the 10 month calendar meant there was 51 days of buffer months from december to march so they just called that that time winter they didn't have a name for those days they just called it winter with you know no official months to it so the king at that of rome at that time decided things that this was not going to cut it and they added two more months you know so they added the two months as we know january and january is um named after you know a roman god meaning time the the um the time god <laughs> which translates to beginning and endings and then we got february unfortunately when this happened, it took some months out of alignment with the meaning. So when we decided to go ahead with the solar calendar and add these two months in January and February, it took some of the months out of the meaning. So like September meant seven and October meant eight and November meant nine and December meant 10. But as we know in the calendar that we use now, September is the ninth month, October is the 10th month. So things got out of alignment from the original meanings of what those months were supposed to mean. So now they, they wanted to still keep working with this lunar calendar. And because they kept working with the lunar calendar, things still kept getting really wacky and days were getting out of alignment and they were trying to keep the summer months with the summer days and so on like that so you know they still had to keep messing around with the numbers so now julius caesar was like yo we got to do something about this and he consulted with an astronomer and who suggested that they scrap the lunar calendar 
all together and do a solar calendar, which will be 365.2 days long. <laughs> which meant an extra day thrown thrown in every four years to create that leap year. So Julius Caesar decided to pick January the January 1st date to appear on the first new moon, which was the closest to the winter solstice. The date of the new moon in 45 BC decided where January 1st would be on the calendar. Now... They thought they had it all together, but it turned out that the year was actually shorter than the 365.2 days that they thought it was before. And now every year, the the years started drifting. The days started drifting apart. So by the Middle Ages, you know, people was just celebrating January 1st whenever because now by this time, the days had shifted a little bit um, because it was a little bit shorter than those 365.2 days. So then in 15, so then the time we get to the Middle Ages in um, 1582, the Pope at that time consulted with an astronomer and who changed the leap year system. So remember before we was doing a leap year every four years. So that meant over 400 years, that was 100 leap years. So now the new astronomer said, we're going to have to do 97 leap years over the 400 time period. So we don't go ahead and start the days start drifting apart again. So that is kind of like a rough idea on how we came to be with the calendar that we know today, including the leap years. So we we don't do a leap year every four years. We actually do a leap um, 97 leap years within 400 years. <laughs> I hope this all made sense. And, you know, because I just wanted us to have like an understanding before us start jumping into the next part of the new year. So now let's jump into the Zodiac calendar. Now, if you don't know what the Zodiac calendar is, what's your sign? I think all of us at least knows our sign. So I'm a Cancer. Someone else may be a Virgo. Someone may be a Leo. And the list can go on and on. So there are 12 signs in the Zodiac calendar. And the first sign is Aries. Yep, Aries is the first sign that kicks up kicks off all of the zodiac signs so it starts with aries and it ends in pisces so pisces season is at you know in february to um, march and then march 21st kicks off aries season yep and what is so special about the aries season and kicking off in march aries element is fire they are here to get the party started. And if you know any Aries in your life, you know they are here to get the party started. Like they are the ones that's vibrating the energy, move the mover, the shaker, the, the boss, the leader. That is the Aries and that is the 
energy that March is given. It's a new year. We're walking into a new year, new beginnings, new starts. You know, the flowers are slowly starting to bloom. It's getting the party started. So let's think. The zodiac signs are not starting in January. It's starting in March. Hmm. Starts on March 21st. So now like, okay, okay. We got the history, how we got to the calendar that we have today. But let's start having understanding on when does New Year's really start? So our, in in the past, our elders, our ancestors was rocking the New Year starting in March. The zodiac signs said it's starting in March with kicking off with Erie season. Now let's start bringing the conversation around when is the new year? Okay, now let's roll into the equinox. Yep, the equinox. Do you know what the equinox is? I have to admit, I just learned what the equinox is um, a couple of years ago. And I've been going to a gym called Equinox for years. And I didn't know what Equinox meant. <laughs> I just was like, okay, I'm on my way to Equinox. Not even knowing what was the meaning behind the gym's name. But over the past couple of years, I discovered that the Equinox happens two times a year. In the spring and in the fall. And these are the two times a year where we have the same amount of time as daylight and nightlight. <laughs> so 12 hours of sun and 12 hours of, of night. And it this happens two times a year where it's even. So it happens in the spring. So it's going to happen March 20th, 2022 this year. That is going to be the vernal equinox on the northern hemisphere. So... That's also like, so the, only on the Northern Hemisphere will be the vernal equinox. On the Southern Hemisphere, that is going to be the autumn equinox. And then it goes vice versa in September. So in September, when we go into our autumn equinox, the Southern Hemisphere will have their um their spring equinox. So you may hear people like, in Africa or something talking about, yeah, their spring is equinoxes in September because they're on the Southern Hemisphere. So anyway, getting back to us over here on the Northern, Northern Hemisphere, our spring equinox is March 20th. And that is the first day of spring as well, too. So every day forward from the spring equinox until the summer solstice we're just going to be getting lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter every single day so you know you and let's say december the sun is setting at four o'clock in the afternoon by the time you get to may the sun, sun is setting at like eight o'clock in the evening so after we hit the equinox where we have equal daylight and and um nightlight then we're moving forward with each day getting a longer light time until we get to the summer solstice and once we get to the summer solstice that is the longest day light um of the year 
So that's the longest day of daylight of the year. And then we'll slowly start going back down again until we get to the autumn equinox. And then that's when we'll have the even amount of daylight and um and nightlight again. So yeah. So everything is just going uphill. Like, you know, the days are longer. It's just brighter. It's, you know, your spirit's brighter with the sun and so on. So the equinox it's such a beautiful day because it's like, yes, it's uphill from here uh, with sunlight. <laughs> Let's take a moment now to talk about winter. Winter represents death. Yep. Take a moment and think about the outside environment during the winter months. Do you see life blooming on the trees? Do you see flowers in full bloom? How about the sun? Do you see the fu- the sun being assertive with all of its energy? The energy from our environment during the winter is much different than what it is in the spring and the summer. So winter represents death. But it's a beautiful death. Um, it's a death that has a rebirth. And in the old, old days, they definitely thought of winter as the deadly months because of scarcity of food. Like now we have chain supermarkets and we don't even have to think about (laughs) where our food is going to come from. But in the old, old days when we were truly responsible, you know, for our harvesting our food and getting our food during the winter months, what food was available? Rooted vegetables, food that was underground. But going and, you know, picking a fresh strawberry and just, you know, having access to so many other foods was not available. So a lot of times people passed away from, you know, sicknesses and so on because in the old, old, old days, because there was a scarcity of food in the winter months. So there's a lot of symbolism on how winter definitely represents death. But like I said, it's a beautiful death because it's a death that has a rebirth. And I just want us to take notes on our environment. Think about, you know, how a tree in its winter months You don't see the life on the tree anymore because the leaves are all gone. The vibrant color of the beautiful leaves are gone. But the tree is still very much alive. It may not be showing its life through its leaves and colors, but it's very much alive by being rooted. That tree is so rooted. Like you can... You can go to the tree and punch it and kick it and so on. But that tree is not budging. It is not budging because it's very much alive and deeply rooted. But in the spring, that tree is going to rebirth itself again. 
and have these beautiful um, leaves blossoming all over the tree. Blossoming. Do I say blossoming for for leaves or is that just for flowers? (laughs) Um, One day... I think I was listening to a book. I listened to so much literature and, it, and, you know, they were talking about the cherry blossom tree and I hope I get this story correct. It, um, so a per, it was a story about a person. I'm just probably going to get the gist of the story. I'm not going to get it for word for word, but I got the idea of it. So if a person goes over to a cherry blossom tree and doesn't see any cherry blossoms because the cherry blossoms only blossom for a very short period of time in the spring. And they, you know, they go to that tree, that cherry blossom tree in in its winter months. And they'd be like, oh, this tree is useless, you know, and want to chop the tree down and talk all these negative talks about the tree, thinking it's useless because it was in search for a cherry blossom tree. But yet the cherry blossom wasn't in its season. And if that person would chop down the tree, you know, because it felt that tree was worthless, you know, it would have taken away the opportunity for the cherry blossoms to blossom. So we can use that example for ourselves and lives. Like just because we don't see our flower blooming in the in the day in the moment that we want to see it bloom doesn't mean it's not coming doesn't mean it doesn't exist already that cherry blossom tree reblooms itself every year over and over and over again and it lies inside the tree but just because someone else can't see it doesn't mean the tree is worthless or useless So just because someone else can't see the beautiful flower, you know, rooted and blooming with inside of you, just because they can't see it for their display doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So I'm not sure if I tangent off a little bit on that one. (laughs) But yeah, so just going back to just like looking at a tree and knowing that, you know, during its winter months, it may be bare bone naked and you don't see all of the life in it. But just know the tree is growing stronger in its roots during those winter months. And the tree grows deeper in its roots with every year that passes. That tree, the tree is not the same tree that it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago because it keeps getting deeper and stronger within its roots. Just think about it. If you went to like the market and say, oh, I want to put a tree in my backyard. And when you buy those trees from the market, they're, you know, they're kind of flimsy. They're small. They're small enough for you to put in the, you know, the back of your, your, um, the trunk of your car. And then you get home and you plant it. And then the tree, you know, it's a, it's a baby tree. And then 10 years from now, 20 years from now, that tree is going to be completely different because it's growing stronger and deeper and bigger in its roots every single year. And just like these big trees that we look at, 
you know, in our backyard, in our environment. These trees are hundreds of years old, just getting stronger and deeper in its roots. So let's take note for ourselves that during our winter months, it's a time for us to be still and just grow deeper within our roots. We don't have to be in our spring and summer season every season of the year. It's a time, winter months is a time for us to sit back and prepare to rebirth ourselves. So I know I was saying that the winter months represent death, but it's a beautiful death. I'm going to say for us, our winter months, I'm not saying for us to go die, (laughs) but for us to just prepare to rebirth ourselves. That's what the winter months are there for. You know, take note, the sun is going down at four o'clock. You don't need to be running the streets all night long. But, you know, the environment, you know, kind of like pushes up us in the house because it's like, oh, the sun is going down. Like, you know, let me go inward. And it's just not inward within your home. It's time for you to go inward within yourself. You know, it's preparation. So, Going back to just talking about like the new year and when does the new year start and so on. When I told you the sto- the history of our um the way our calendar became the calendar that it is today, before they decided to make the changes, our calendar started in March. It started in March with the spring season because our elders understood that the spring season was all about the rebirth. That's what spring is all about. It's the rebirth. It's the renewal. It's the new year. And that's what the new year is about. It's about a rebirth. It's new. And the winter season is all about the death. So January 1st being the start of the new year, (laughs) you know, not sure if that really coordinates, you know, with it. Is that a right time for our new year to start in the moments when we should still be in our resting and um, and still season? You know, the season where we are like becoming rooted with ourselves. Is that the time of the year that we're supposed to put all of this, um, all of this energy into like, oh, it's a rebirth. It's the new year, new, new year, new me type energy. Or should we be listening to our environment and looking outside and saying, you know, what's my environment doing? Should I reflect my environment? You know, um, and then even like, you know, not just like with like the, the, the environment with like the weather and the trees and the flowers and bloom and stuff like that. Also, our sun, our sunlight is a part of our environment. And the sun, the sun represents energy. The, the sun represents energy and it's, it's masculine energy. And masculine energy is assertive it's like okay i am here let's get this party started so like i said when the spring months come you know in spring and summer months the sun is here longer so it's more time to be like okay this is the moment for me to be assertive get the job done you know we're starting off with that aries um energy 
Aries energy is, again, assertive. Let's get the party started. It's fire. So right there, the sun, Aries, like springtime, that's what the energy is all about. It's like, okay, let's open the door. Let's open the windows. Be ready to get this party started. You know, it is the rebirth. It is the renewal. So going back to paying attention to our environment, paying attention to our intuition as well, too. I know society tells us January 1st, new year, new me, let's get these goals and plans started. And yes, that's a great time to put goals goals into play, but maybe react on them and think about them a little bit differently. You know, maybe on January 1st, we are mentally preparing ourselves for our rebirth when we can start to, you know, say, okay, for when I do rebirth, I want X, Y, and Z to happen. And I'm going to start planning now how I want this to happen. So when the energy and the environment can support me with all of this acceleration of energy, you know, with the the new environment coming into play, then we go ahead and go for it. So I, I'm definitely not telling you what to do, <laughs> saying don't celebrate, you know, New Year's on January 1st. I'm just, I'm chatting. I'm having a conversation. You take from it, from it, which you want to take from it, which you feel resonates with you. But I'm just having a conversation around the new year, the, 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 um, the rebirth. And spring season is all about the the rebirth, as I said. And, you know, when springtime comes around, springtime is like, oh, spring cleaning like that, that, that represents the spring season, spring cleaning. Let's get, let's get rid of the old. And so we can just go ahead and start stepping with the new clearing, clearing the space and so on. So it's a lot of thoughts to just kind of like put into play. So I have to admit for my own personal selves, because I definitely relate to my personal self, because this becoming unique is definitely a complete rebirth in my life from what I was before. (laughs) It's not just the spring season. It's definitely a complete rebirth that I'm having. And I can say throughout most of my life, you know, spring came and it it was never about really just putting it into play, you know, how is this rebirth for me going to happen? You know, um, I don't think I've ever truly done a spring cleaning, you know, in my past, in my past life. I think I kept accumulating, <laughs> accumulating stuff. You know, when spring came, maybe I accumulated on top of all the stuff that was already there. And then 10 years, 15 years down the line, it's just like, oh, where did all this stuff come from? It's just too much. It's too much. And then it was just like, you know, it became too much. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even sure if I'm I'm rambling on because I started this podcast, you know, I started talking, you know, I didn't pre-write what I was going to say about this. I was just like, I'm just going to talk. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk my ideas. So sometimes I may ramble off a little bit because I don't have a, a script written out for this, um, <laughs> for this particular podcast. 
Okay, so I've been chatting my mouth for for the past 30 minutes, sharing information about the history on the calendar and, you know, the death of the winter season, the rebirth of the spring season, and how does this all tie into us, you, me, and so on. Now that I am growing and developing into the person that I am today, I am learning to be more present with what's going on and my environment and with being present, how can I elevate myself and my lifestyle and so on. So this is probably one of the, you know, the past couple of years is probably the <laughs> probably the few years I've really been present within my life. I you know, most of my life I think and most of my life, I'm not gonna say I think I know it was just kind of like moving on autopilot. What am I supposed to do? Okay, pick up, drop off, do this, do that, do this, do that, and not really being present, thinking about the next thing that's going on. You know, I just, this story just came to my head. Um, and this story happened recently because I, I don't know where I shared it. I don't know if I shared it on my Instagram story or if I shared it on a podcast or a YouTube video. But I remember... Um, how I walked out my building with my daughter and my and me and my daughter both passed the same exact bush, but she noticed a butterfly. And she was like, Mommy, oh, did you see that? I'm like, see what? She was like, that butterfly. And I'm like, what? What butterfly? Completely went over my head, even though it was directly in front of my face. And you know why I didn't see that butterfly? Because I was thinking about the future. I at that moment instead of being present when I'm walking up out the building and being present with the environment and what was going on, I was thinking about traffic. I was thinking because we was walking to the car, I was like, hmm, which way should I take? Should I take this way? Oh, maybe this block is shorter in traffic. I was thinking about my near future. How was my the next 10 minutes of my life going to look? I wasn't thinking about the moment that I was in at that moment. So, you know, and I was happy when she pointed that out to me. I was able to take the lesson. I was able to see like, wow, I completely missed this moment because I was in the next moment. In the past, when those things happen, because it's been plenty of times, my kids would be like, oh, did you see that? Did you? And I would be like, no, I didn't see it. Oh, you know, I would look at it and just shrugged it off my shoulders and not realize I, would, I didn't see it because I wasn't present. So let's be present within this season. Let's prepare ourselves within this season. So that's my advice with this podcast if you decide you want to celebrate the New Year's as March 1st or January 1st, whatever rocks your boat, do what rocks your boat. But be mindful that the spring season is an amazing season that is here to support you with your rebirth, if that's what you are looking to do. The spring season is here for you to, you know, manifest and take your ideas and push them forward. There is a lot of energy in this spring season. So take a moment, journal, write down what are your goals? You know, what do you want to happen for you?
And it doesn't have to be master plan. I need to think of my master plan because I need to be a millionaire, a billionaire in the next seven months. That's not what I'm talking about. It could be the smallest things as if, you know, your goal is to spring clean and start to clear your environment so you can have a clearer, you know, a clearer mind. Because you know when you walk into a clearer, a clean or clear environment, your mind thinks differently. But with the feng shui, you know, if the feng shui is off, <laughs> I think I want to have a podcast on feng shui. Um, but anyway, I'm tangering off. This is what happens when you don't have a script and you're just like going off on it. But yeah. That could be your goal for this year. You know what? This year, I'm going to really work on this detoxing and just clearing my space so I can think on a different level. Or this year, you know what? I'm going to really push forward with my eating habits and and start to, you know, make a dent within my lifestyle of eating. You know, so, you know, making small changes end up being the bigger change in the long run. So sometimes we we want we want these big goals. We want to go ahead and, and rule the universe. Uh, uh, but you know, it's baby steps. It's one brick at a time. And like that's my that's my quote of the year, one brick at a time. If you any of you guys read Will Smith's book, and actually you didn't even need to read his book because I heard him say this on the interview before he even wrote that book. You know, the story about his father um making him, you know, build a wall and it was one brick at a time. So that's what life is about, is about one brick at a time. But at the same time, we are going to have to understand where we're going, understand the direction that we're going. We can't just drive and just hope we land somewhere. Like set a goal, set a destination of where you want to go and then once you understand the destination you want to go to, just start slowly. Start with one brick at a time. One brick at a time. Don't and and if and if you if you um miss a brick one day, it's okay. As long as you know that you are working hard at being consistent at you putting one brick at a time. So one day you may say, oh, shoot, I forgot to put a brick today. The next day you may put two bricks, you know, and if you don't put two bricks the next day, it's still fine, you know, but just work on, just be um, kind to yourself, know your goals, set your goals, and then know your goals, you know, have an understanding around that. And like I said, before I, you know, the life that I'm living today, the past life that I was living, I was, I don't, I didn't, I don't recall really having goals. I was just, I was, I don't want to say I was just existing, but that's what I kind of just feel like I was doing. I was just existing. I was just, you know, doing the, you know, just going with the flow of what, what was happening. But now I'm putting into play the goals that I want for my future and working on them with one brick at a time, one brick at a time. So I gave some information today. You receive what you need to receive from it. Um, Going forward, I'm definitely going to pour energy into starting my new year at the start of spring on March 20th. You know, with the equinox, the new season going into Aries, you know, 
the, and that's where I'm going to, you know, pour energy into my new year and put a lot of acceleration into that time of year. And on January 1st, you know, instead of being like, you know, go hard or go home type energy, I'm going to be, I'm going to be gentle and kind with myself during those months and, and, and look at my environment and be present with my environment of the stillness, the stillness, but still, you know, being very much alive within myself, but going inward with it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up for the Becoming Unique podcast. I will be back in two weeks. Oh my goodness, guys, like the next episode is bomb. Like, oh my goodness, I had the interview the other day and I was like, oh my goodness, this episode is so good. So I'm excited for the, the next episode after this episode. Um, Make sure you guys are staying tuned, keeping in. And if you are missing the Becoming Unique podcast with this extra week gap, I have, I don't know, maybe like 56 episodes that you could go through like there's so many episodes there and I feel like all of them is sharing so much amazing information and you know I don't mind listening to the episodes on repeat not just because it's my you know (laughs) become a unique podcast like I'm like all the time like wow this is like some really good information so um so yeah so there are tons of episodes there and you becoming unique has tea like so my website is going to well my link tree i'm going to put my link tree in the um the show notes so if you want to go check out the becoming unique tea and my patreon and you know all of the offerings that i have to offer go check out my link tree and yeah i appreciate everyone especially i appreciate everyone that is tuned in to this podcast and thank you thank you Thank you so much for staying tuned to the very end. You is bomb. You have a beautiful, amazing two weeks. And I will talk to you again in two weeks. Bye.